Miami sun, she won't get a tan. Ain't worried cause I know that she ain't got a man. When the sun sets in the nighttime, bay I ball like J400 in the right times. In Miami sun, she won't get a tan. Ain't worried cause I know that she ain't got a man. When the sun sets in the nighttime, bay I ball like J400 in the right Welcome to episode 34 of the Zone Talk podcast. I am your host, Jamel, and I'm back this week with Donovan, Rashad, Knapp. Uh, not a full squad in here today. Devon is not with us, but there's a whole lot to get to. Uh, and it's week two of the NFL preseason, so which means we're one week closer uh, to week one of the regular season. I'm excited, uh, but how are you guys feeling today? Hey, man, I just want to let everybody know Devon's not here because he dealing with his own football shit. He, gear, he, he gearing up for his own season. Respect. Shout out to them Rams up in Framingham. Shout out to Devon White, who couldn't be here with us today. They're doing the damn thing, They're man. They're doing the thing. And he's uh, living, the, living the dream right now. Would you go back for one more snap? Mm. Would you guys go back for one more game? Like, are we up? Um, yeah, I think depending on the roster, I would not go back to lose. Yeah, that'd be trash. You, you, you go, go back one more you game. You go back one more time. You, you get smoked. Forty donuts. <laughs> this is why. This is why I stopped playing this shit. You, yeah. Everybody looking at you to finish your plays. Word. You been. You done? didn't talk to yourself up. All yeah, the worst parts yeah. of the game. All the worst parts of football are coming right back to you. <laughs> like, I used to hate this shit. <laughs> you start remembering them, them, cold, them cold Friday nights. When you was away. Word. And you wasn't prepared for that ass whooping that you was walking into. <laughs> you had the long bus ride back after the ass whooping. Well, you just think about every snap. <laughs> and you know the exact plays on film that you fucked up, <laughs> and you like yo play thirty four, bro. I, I'm gonna have to go to the bathroom or something. Cause <laughs> but but now you but now you gotta go through that as a grown ass man. <laughs> <laughs> years removed, <laughs> years removed from the game. Oh man. Nah, to answer your question, nah, I'm straight. I'm all good, man. Gary, I think if I'm out there, I. I got to win, so I I say, yeah, I'm I'm a winner. I'm going to win us the game. Single-handedly? If that's what it comes down to. <laughs> if that's what it takes. If that's what it takes, throw the ball to nap part 7,826. I feel that. Yeah, I'd only, only want to go in if I could go in and do my favorite stunts as a lineman so I could have my best opportunity to get a sack. I'm I'm now trying to run the plays I want to run. Go, you go in there and the coach pulls you out because you were spinning or something. Like, yeah, wait coach, a minute, coach. Hold up. <laughs> coach, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Got a full time job. Uh, but I know I'm excited. There were a lot of good matchups uh, in the preseason. Of course, uh, a lot of us took note of the Patriots, uh, and um, but a lot of people took note of the rookie quarterbacks in general. Just that whole competition um, and seeing how they stacked up in their first preseason games. Uh, and there were some good performances. There were some okay performances, but ultimately, you know, these we know these performances don't mean too too much. It was just nice to get another look at the guys with some more snaps under their belt uh, and to see what this development's going to look like going forward for them. I know y'all see my boy Justin Fields balling. Yep, he did the damn thing. Balling. He started Matt, slow, but. Matt. He finished strong. Matthew Nagy. Maddie Nagy. Get your shit together because you got a star on your hands and you're being real selfish right now. I'm just going to leave it at that. He looked like he was prepared. Like I probably say, like, he looked like he was prepared and he was, like, you know, dialing it in. He looked very confident. He looked more confident than I expected him to be for, you know, your first start. You know, usually you go out there and, you know, some guys might get sacked within their first couple plays. Some guys might make a bad throw. But, you know, he seemed like pretty poised throughout his time on the field. Made some good plays. Made, had some plays he probably want back. But Yeah, that's going to happen, though. You know, um, Obviously still early. 
Um, but overall, I mean, he did look confident. And, um, you know, the quote of the day or quote of the weekend was uh, he said, quote, it was actually kind of slow to me um, when talking about the speed of the game. And as soon as I saw this, I said, man, don't ask for the." Yeah, don't ask for these fans to hate you more than they already do. You're putting gasoline on the fire. There are a lot of fans that do not like Justin Fields for whatever reason. And, you know, going forward, they go and put a target on his back if he don't perform. But, I mean, this is the kind of guy that, you know, when he steps on the field, he feels like he can change the game, um, you know, every play. So, and I know we've already seen guys like Lamar Jackson have that type of impact and, these quarterbacks are getting better and better each year, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him come out the gate flying. <clears throat> Were there any games this weekend that you guys, like, took note of for any reason? Um, Well, I just – obviously the Patriots game. But um, I just thought that game with the, uh, with the Cowboys was pretty interesting because, you know, they got a lot of hype coming around them this year. And, you know, I kind of expected, you know, a better performance. They they have a lot of hype, and they're hard knocks team. They're, you know, we want to see the improvements that all these analysts and everybody else is talking about and the steps that they're taking to be that team that comes out of the NFC East because that, like, like we talk about almost every week, still wide open over there. Yeah, the NFL wants the Cowboys to to be good. They want them to be a dominant team, um, not just in the NFC East, but in the conference. It's good for the NFL. It's good for the amount of revenue they're going to bring in overall. Um, and from what we've seen of Jerry Jones, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I I can't imagine, uh, you know, how how much longer he'll be here to you know enjoy a Cowboys Super Bowl. So. Um, it, it's getting to that point. <laughs> Especially not if he putting salt on his McGriddle. Yeah, yeah, for oh, real, man. <laughs> Diabetes. <laughs> All of that. You got a pancake, an egg, a sausage. And my man said, let me throw some salt on this. Top this off real quick. <laughs> if you if you didn't watch the first episode of Hard Knocks, please go back. <laughs> yeah, go back and see that man salt his McGriddle. Because <laughs> that shit was crazy. <laughs> Salted a McGriddle. Nah, that's that's wreck. And I grew up a chubby kid. I hadn't had my fair share of McDonald's <laughs> breakfast sandwiches, but I There's never syrup I, in the McGriddle. Word, I never salted the McGriddle though. <laughs> that's so deep. You need to get checked. Um, but but nah, the Cowboys are definitely team uh, because we get a more detailed look at them uh, from Hard Knocks. It's always nice to see what they're doing in the preseason. Um, you know, the Titans, their team, where their depth is going to be super important. And, you know, they came out with a big win over the Falcons. But, I mean, it's preseason. It doesn't say too much. Yo, 57, 57 on the Falcons is like that. Um, Eskridge, he's like a linebacker. He was in on, like, every single play. That's great. But, yeah, but, three points, bro. I know it's preseason, but are we expecting the Falcons to be one of the, like, three in the rest? <laughs> Two, two in the rest, like four win season type deal. I wouldn't. What do we think about? What do we think about the Falcons? What is the? I feel like their ceiling, the the most wins I can see them getting, is like eight. No, it's not bad. Like, and that would a, that'd be a pretty good season for lot, them. That that would be a lot for them. That's what I'm saying. That's like the ceiling, like the peak. If they were all playing at their best, they can get eight wins. But at their worst, I mean, if this offense just doesn't work out the way it's supposed to, anything happens to Matt Ryan, I mean, they could literally win, go like three and what, 14? Yeah. It Something could get, like it that. It could get nasty over there. Nah, they can win, they can win some <clears throat> of these games. Against who? <clears throat> they can win the Jaguars. They can win the Jets. They can win the Eagles. They can win the Giants. I'm not going to say. I won't just give, I won't them, give them the, the Eagles. I'm not even going to give them the Jets that easily. We're going to say we can't. they can't win the game? Well, they, that's well, the yeah, point, they can. Right? That's what I mean. Well, yeah, they, okay. they could win these games. It's feasible. Like, they could win but these But you went games. through them too quick. Oh, sorry. They can win <laughs> the <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> they can win the Giants but like, and the Jets. <laughs> 
But then let's talk about the, the games that they can't win. Yeah, no, nah, they're getting they're getting waxed by the Browns. They're probably getting waxed by the Bucks. I think that Browns game is preseason, but yeah. Oh they, yeah, they'd sorry. Still get waxed by the Browns regardless. Sorry, preseason. They got some good deep going up against some solid. They playing the Lions early. late. Yeah. Uh I get what you're saying. Maybe they could they could win five. They they might can grab five. They even got the Cowboys that we talking about right now. Yeah, we, they could sneak one over. Nah. Uh, I don't know. Then again. Yeah, I don't know. Like you never know. I feel like it's more leaning to them having a worse season than like a good season. And like, they probably thought it was like, you know, we got the NFC East as like our as like our, our team, like yeah. our our division that we're playing this year. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought that was a come up. <laughs> like, yeah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the schedule makes up for it. <laughs> Word. But um yeah the, I, I mean outside of that um there weren't too many teams I was super eager to watch besides my Patriots honestly I know the Ravens though um they were trying to keep their preseason winning streak record and uh, they did exactly that and uh, I believe they haven't lost the preseason game since 2015 or so, uh, something of that nature but um it's quite the interesting record to have how do you feel about it Rashad? Um, shit, they had five, five turnovers, which is always, I mean, that defense is always going to turn it up. That's um, crazy. Yeah, five turnovers. Yeah, that's actually fire. Um, it's crazy how many, like, playmakers is on, on this defense. Um, like, obviously, there's, like, a lot of unknown guys, like, to the general Bobby. fan base, but, I mean, there's some dudes there, and, like, they're always going to, they're always going to be... You know, hold themselves to that defensive standard. Um, but only problem I have is the offensive line. They have they're like without right now like three or five guys. Um, but again, it's only preseason, and I mean, there's a lot of like reactions and stuff going on. So, like I always like the you know temper expectations for just all these teams in general. Um, just because, again, it's only preseason and, like, everybody wants, you know, something to talk about. But um, from that standpoint, I mean, I was pretty satisfied with the defense. So. Yeah, it's just nice to have football back on TV, being able to watch different games. Um, you know, they have football on, like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So um, you're able to get your fix in uh, if you're just looking for some football to watch and uh, see some guys hit. Um, you know, there's a lot of competitions going on for positions. I know the the Patriots had been talked about. You know, their quarterback competitions in full swing. It seems like you know, uh, Cam got frustrated in an interview when they asked him about, you know, if he thinks he's the starting quarterback going into Week One, and he's like, and he said he didn't know or like he wasn't sure. Or, like you guys always ask me this, and then they were like, well, you know, Bill did say you were the starter. A couple of weeks ago, and he's like, "Look, like I'm just here trying to get better one day at a time," and gave him the whole Patriots mantra um, that they tell all the players to tell the media. But it's just interesting to see how it's going to play out. Um, you know, if guys are going to, coaches are going to stick with what they're saying, uh, what they said at the beginning of the preseason, or if some of them are going to make a decision to be like, you know what, we're going to have to go with the guys that we got, just trust our gut and see what happens. Uh, like Matt Nagy and Justin Fields, it's something that I think is very possible. To see him on the field in Week One. Well, you got to think about that whole Jamal Adams situation. I mean, let's let's fill everybody in, right? Yeah, so Jamal Adams, uh, if the Seattle Seahawks decide to franchise tag him, he has plans to file a grievance, I believe, with the NFL or with the team. I'm not exactly sure how the process works. Uh, but file a grievance arguing that he is uh, a linebacker and therefore should be compensated his franchise tag uh, based on linebacker salaries. Um, but the point is he's trying to maximize his value if he ends up getting franchise tag because he know the value he has at his position. And safeties are undervalued, whereas premier linebackers, although there is a wide gap in talent discrepancy, uh, those top five guys at that position are getting paid uh, well above you know what the, the safeties are making. And so... It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I'm not entirely sure how the process works um, and how they'd be able to determine if he would qualify to be considered a linebacker. Uh, but it's very interesting, to say the least, and it's a creative way to try and maximize his value um, and make sure that he gets his money at the end of the day. This news came out today, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so like we don't we don't necessarily have like all the ins and outs behind how like they qualify certain players, but what do if we if we got to assume we're saying all right, how many plays did you play in the box or some shit? Like yeah, like you know what I mean? Like the like how are you going to go per- from- or the percentage of plays that he has in the box? Right, right. <clears throat> because like I mean, otherwise if if he's if he's pushing to get this linebacker status, there's got to be at least at least like a whole plethora of players that are ready to get pushed into whatever different like yeah. position scheme they want to to be able to try and make these numbers work. Because uh, now you know if a running back catches the ball a lot, a guy like James White or somebody who's a pass catching back, um, you know if they're catching eighty passes a year, seventy, eighty, ninety cut passes a year, and they say, well. I think my value should be based on what receivers are making instead of what the running backs are making. And if that's the case, I mean, it could mm. be a slippery slope for some guys. Yeah, um, I don't think that would work because a lot, a lot. Then they'd probably take into like affect like things like downfield throws and stuff like that. Like you know, running backs who usually give them the ball in space. It's kind of like really, but I could see where you're coming from. Where like getting the amount of catches, yes, but it's like, you know. But it's running just a gray are, area. Run, no, running backs are already undervalued, so it's like if they tried to use that, people would, that'd just be all the more reason to be like, all right, like we'll just like get rid of you then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we'll we'll find another running back. Yeah, 100%. Like, I feel like running backs don't need to do anything to hurt their cause right now. They need to like let let like the old heads figure it out for them. All like the old running backs or something like Emmett Smith and them need to get together and like make a committee. Be like, all right, let's get him paid. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it'll happen, but they need to do something <laughs> to try to increase their value. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, I mean, back on Jamal Adams, like, didn't we see last week that Russ restructured his contract to try and free up some money, anyways? They did. They did. Like, so, wasn't like, that for his contract too? Was it for Jamal Adams or was it for Dwayne? It was probably for Dwayne. Dwayne. Was for both of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he Jamal Adams like clearly that's not enough. Like that's not gonna hold him. If this is if this is the route that we're going down, like that is publicly known as, like I don't know if I don't know if it's looking up for them right now. It's gonna be bad because then you got like DK's contract coming up, right? I mean he was drafted in what twenty Yeah, he was drafted two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, so he's still got a couple years. He was he's a first round pick. Years. He's got at least two years under contract. Like this team's unraveling. Nonetheless, they gotta they, they gotta get they gotta take care of this man. They signed Tyler yeah. Lockett, so they got DK and Tyler Lockett and Bobby Wagner. Yeah, but you lock those guys down, and like now you're just like, where where's the rest of the money going? They only had what three draft picks? Yeah, this fast season. And that was because they traded for Jamal Adams. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, I think because you you ended up trading so much for him, like to get him, like you kind of gotta keep him. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Like it wouldn't make sense to let them leave. And at they've this point. they've spent their money like very w- without much thinking. I yeah. I believe yeah. because yeah. super like, frivolously. Like, yeah, be, because you're going straight to paying guys who you know are in, very important or you know in some cases like Tyler Lockett. I don't know how much more important he is going to be than yeah. DK because of like the youth the the youth factor and you know what I mean just the ability yeah. for him to be put anywhere. I don't know. Yeah. They're, they're, they're gonna be in trouble in a couple of years with with money and players contracts. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if um what this offense is gonna look like. If Ross is still gonna be there if I mean he can't Tyler Lockett will still be there. He hmm? can't stay. That's what I'm saying. Like it seems like he can't like stay if he wants i mean a different shot at you know being in a championship team i don't know if it's gonna happen in seattle at this point just with the roster they have you think this is the like, last battle. year like of like like, like maybe, relevancy huh like relevancy like 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 playoff relevancy i should say play, playoff like could could potentially come come out the okay come out the nfc like everything okay. goes right i mean yo with everything with Everything else in play, like talking about these other teams that are building, building up, um, and you just like all we've talked about. I feel like when it comes to Seattle, is like things that are getting taken away, other challenges yeah. that they have to work through, like shit like that. Like I don't even know if they're in the type of position. Like yo, it's crazy because now I'm thinking about what Rashad said like three months ago, four months ago. This shit about to come true. 
talk about Washington and Seattle because like this team's on this team's on the ropes. Yeah, yeah, they definitely got a lot to figure out uh, over in Seattle. But uh, you know, definitely stay tuned with that Jamal Adams situation just because we want to see how this plays out. Um, like I said, it's a very creative way to try and get your money's worth. Um, you know, at your position by classifying yourself as a different position. So I I'm, I hope he gets it. Hey, I hope he gets his bread. Um, but another thing that came out uh, this past week in the NFL was the top 100 list. And obviously, there are hot debates all over every social media site that you can find. Regarding- yo, wait, let's start there. Let's start there. That's what it's, yeah. that's what it's about. Yeah, it's all about the debate. When we started digging, when we started digging into the top 100 and how they actually come about, like creating yeah. this list, how about you? How about you give some context on that side? Yeah, so they always advertise this as being by the players, and that's the big part about it that a lot of the fans like, including myself, um, Rashad. Like I know we've all pointed that out to some extent because it's like, oh, it's by the players. Well, if they voted on it then this has to make it as credible as it can be. I trust this more than I trust my opinion or my friend's opinion about it. These guys actually play against each other. Um, but when you take a deeper look at how they do it, so the voting system works uh, according to an article from 2013. So it, I don't think it's changed, but it seems that it is still the same um, as it was a few years ago from when they started. All players receive a ballot. So every player in the NFL gets a ballot for the NFL Top 100. Each player list their top 20 players. The number one player from their personal top 20 earns 20 votes. The number two player earns 19, so on and so forth. Number three, 18, et cetera, et cetera. In 2013, the response rate on the NFL top 100 was 28.3% or 481 players at the time. So you're getting about a quarter of the league responding to the NFL's top 100 uh you know, voting yeah. questionnaire that they send out. And that's not something they're going to advertise to you when they tell you this is by the players. This is by a smaller group of players than you would have anticipated. And then you're talking about them naming their personal top 20. I mean, you can imagine the possible biases that could come into play there, um, you know, with the guys that do answer. Because if they do, they're going to be putting a lot of their own guys on, um, trying to get on the list and – you know, the guys that don't answer, we just never get that feedback and it just sways the voting towards a certain group of players. Think about it, man. Like, if, if you're getting asked your top 20, you got to think probably the first couple names is going to come to your mind. Are one, like, who busted my ass the most? Who is, like, all around, like, amazing at what they do? Who in my position group is, like, like really killing it? And, and then you might throw your way. shit. You might, you yeah. might pop your own shit. Like, so there's, there's a couple different routes that, like, you know, that, that you can go to, especially when there's no parameters on who is included in this top 100. Like, they just say, all right, off the top of your head, name your 20 best or 20 favorite or whatever it is. There's mad people getting left off this list. See, mad people. that's why I don't like that. I think they should do something where they, like, have the people who are voting vote their top three at each position. And then those those then players get the points based on based yeah. points based off of if you got a first place vote, a second place, or a third place, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. for each player. Then you add up all the points and you see where players lie on that list and rank it. You can literally rank it by the points. In this case, you're doing it based in like asking, <clears throat> "Hey Rashad, give me your best twenty players in the NFL right now." word and that's that's another thing too because doing it that way and what i envision is you don't have a list of the guy's statistics or people's statistics from the season because it's supposed to be based on the previous season and so you don't have a list of like the the stats or anything to go off of you're not looking at remembering guys who are on certain teams maybe you just remember a number and not you know an actual player and so a lot. I mean, there's just a lot of bias that could creep into this just because there's so many different variables. Um, the guys are always going to – the first guys that come to their heads is, are going to be the guys that they played and guys that they play with or play against more often than not. And so there's just – it offers a little more light into how this could be swayed one way or the other. My thing is, like, for me, I don't really look at it that way. Like, regardless of the percentage of players that respond to this, like for me, it's kind of hard to really like to to go and like critique this list only because like 
sure if it was if it was like all right pff's top 50 or top 100 or espn's top 100 like for me you know maybe I, i'd like myself would say all right well you know i'm able to have like a, an opinion about this list but since it's pure voted then i think for me like how i look at it is i can't really like critique it as much just because again it's like through the players like I know last night I was watch I was I saw like Calvin Ridley was like forty five or something like that and I was like wait really like but then I kind of looked back I'm like all right well these are like voted by the players um, so I mean if anybody knows you know like sixty five what that's Calvin, what he is Calvin Ridley oh sixty five yeah see I, even I even I think that's like way too low for a, a, a player of his caliber but. At the same time, again, like if the players themselves that are are matching up against him say that he's, you know, this number or ranked this high, then you know who am I to say that? I think the point is you don't know if that's what most <clears throat> of the players think. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. It's I get just that. like three out of four of them might not think that. Yeah. So it's like if you're only looking at what one of them thinks, it's like all right. Well, I clearly don't have a full picture of. Like, his shit might be way higher. Like, he might be considered, like, in the 40s or 30s or 20s by some guys. But it's just, like, because we never get that input, it's like, all right, well, I, I these aren't foolproof. These, like, yeah, they're by the players. And so I do put a lot of credibility into the guys that are on the list. And I, I think if you just make the list, like, you should yeah. be on it. You just might not be at the right number yeah. necessarily. Yeah. And it's hard to quantify with the different positions and stuff. So obviously everyone's going to have different takes on different players and where they should rank. But I mean, for the most part, I think, you know, um, it's just good to think about looking at it in totality to make sure it's like, all right, not every player in the NFL voted on this list to make it what it is. If that was the case, yeah. I wouldn't even argue this. So we talk, we talking about, I mean, in 2013, 25%, 28%. Bro. Yeah. Like, that's like, like there's a grand amount of people that haven't. That's like, what, 12 people on your team? Yeah. 12 people per team just go out there and vote yeah. or some shit like that. Now we're saying, like, that's supposed to be the best of the best. Like, obviously, this is by the players. And I give the players 100% of, like, you know, the benefit of the doubt. Like, whatever they say, they're out there doing the shit. And, like, I'm going to give them, like, you know, the highest praise as far as, like, yeah. what they have but to say. But my thing is, like, nonetheless, like, I'd rather – I think, like, that would – whatever percentage of players that we have voting or how little or how few are voting, then I think that holds more weight than – Than any, any other media. Than any other, like, like – you know what I mean? Yeah, like, nonetheless, like, we can say – we can, like, say – um, that you know, very few players voted and contributed to this list, but I don't know. I think it's cool to have that coming from the players. I'd rather have them have. Uh, I think again, what they have more say or, or whatever they say holds more weight than a a media member of yeah, no, ESPN dot com or NFL Network or whatever. Like, nonetheless, so that's that's how I look at it. Um, yeah, it's it's a a bit flawed, but I think. Even having like player representation of the guys that are actually going out there and playing the game, then I mean, I think I, I just take it for what it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that that the way I look at it is ultimately it's entertainment at the end of the day for me. Um, I love watching it. I watched through about fifty of these videos yesterday and watched fifteen more today, and I'm going to continue to watch the rest the same way. So I'm always happy to see it, it leads right into the NFL season. Um, just gives you more to be excited about as the season comes. I just always think it's interesting. Um, I always appreciate the list. They always show you the you know great clips. Um, they had Garrett Bowles on every one of these people's videos <laughs> talking. Smith. Yeah, Zadarius Smith, like, Justin Simmons, and you can see what kind of the biases were in play, like with those some of those talking about players within the division. Like I would love to see guys who maybe they didn't play as much against, like, what their thoughts were on them. But obviously, you have more insight if you're somebody who sees you, like, twice a year or something like that. So, um, you know, I love it for what it is. I appreciate it. Definitely can't be mad at it. And I'm excited to see the rest of it. Also, another way to look at it, too, like, for example, just to backtrack a little bit, like, as far as the players and, um, like, voting and stuff like that, like, the way I look at it is I think about, like, being voted to the Pro Bowl, which is – you're voted by the fans to make it to the Pro Bowl today. 
which is all like a, in my opinion, like a celebrity contest or whatever. But then like if you're an all pro, there's like a board of like guys in the NFL that vote players to be all pro. Like I don't think Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley wasn't a, like for example, Calvin Ridley wasn't, I don't think he was a pro bowler, but he, I think he did make the all pro team. I think he was a second team all pro. Yeah. I believe, I believe that's correct, but that's just another way to look at it. Like if you have a, a board of like, Guys with NFL experience, like I think Chris Collinsworth is on that on that board of like AP All Pro team. Like I think that's another way to look at it because if you if you actually you're you're sitting down and there's there's guys with like the cr- credentials and things like that, all the accolades, um, and they're and they're voting these these players to to the the All Pro list, and then like the Pro Bowl is all again fan voted, um. I think you can like compare that to the top 100 list that we have, we just have coming out. Um, again, with the small percentages of players voting. Um, so again, I think it, like I said, I think like any, I think any representation we can get from like the the guys that are actually going out and competing, like literally like gearing up on Sundays, and you know they're they're contributing to this list. Like again, I think that holds like a lot of weight rather than you know fans or other guys from different um like media teams so yeah i definitely think uh it's um you know interesting to say the least i love seeing the guys perspectives nonetheless on um the competition around the league and being able to hear their thoughts on on these players especially as we get into the season um, and we see, you know, if it kind of, if it kind of holds as much weight uh, as it did the year before. Um, were there any standouts or or any other guys you thought you might have saw sooner than you have already? Anything like that? I don't. I don't know how. I'm. A, <clears throat> I'm gonna start by saying this. I love Ohio State. I love their program. I love a lot of the players that come out of there. I don't know how I feel about Michael Thomas being on this list, like, just at all. Just because, like, you know, I, I feel like sometimes, like, you can take players past seasons and, like, you know, injuries into effect. But, like, there's somebody out there that de- that deserved that spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you, like, took him out and you know like, what I mean? pushed and, all and, the other receivers and, to the and, next. And even if it's removing him as a re- removing a receiver and putting in another position, like, that's fine, like, but there's certain guys like if you're you know hurt or missing a lot of games, and you know there's other guys who are performing just as well or you know having career seasons, like that's where the knock for me is. Yeah, most years it's where it's like, all right, like we just got this guy in here based off longevity. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. Like, especially if if like these guys are are being critiqued off of the 2021 season like how many games did Michael Thomas play nine so again like <clears throat> we're like you know we're we're big fans of Michael Thomas and you know like the the ceiling that he has when he's healthy but again like if you're not on the field then it's kind of tough to really I think it's kind of kind of tough to give you that nod as, as a top player for that particular year. Any given year, obviously, Michael Thomas is like a, a top five wide receiver when he's healthy, obviously. But if we're talking about this season, then it's kind of tough to really even, I guess, put him on this list. Like Knapp said, like there are other guys that probably could have been more deserving um, of that spot. And I would have to say, too, like that, that would be a knock I would have to – I, I would have against this list um, is are the guys that aren't on this list that have that aren't that weren't fully healthy or barely barely played any games um, in the season, especially if we're if we're like magnifying it just to one season. Like yeah. again, he didn't even he barely played. Um, and he had the injury; he was hindered by in- injuries. So um, I don't know. Who, who else do we have? So if we have Julio in the top forty, what's the what's the word here? You gonna feel the same way? I'm gonna feel yeah, exactly the I same way. I would actually way. feel the same way. I'd feel I'd feel a little bit worse because like 
Justin Jefferson had what was it, 1,400 yards or something, or like 1,100 yeah. yards, something like that. 1,400. Oh, yeah, 14. 14, <laughs> 1,400 and almost seven touchdowns or something like that, and he's 53, and Julio would just be there based off of longevity. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yes, if Julio is in the top 40, I will be upset. Yeah, let me... Is he, is just, it, does he have the talent to be in the top 40? Could course. he be a... T- of course. Yeah, and but, I don't think but, like... But based off of what we saw last season, Julio wasn't a top 40, a top 40 player. Yeah, and just he wasn't a top alone, 100 player. Just this season alone, like... His presence on the field now, that's a different thing that we talk about, but... As far as this is performance based, like Christian McCaffrey here, he played what three games last year? Yeah, four games last year. Forty-four. Sitting at forty-four. Forty-four. Where when James Robinson at hundred? Like, when James <laughs> yeah. Robinson's at a hundred and like we were like, damn, coming out of nowhere. Like, With the Jaguars not nowhere, having a great like, O line too. You like, know what I mean? Making it happen, and then you got guys like even like Marshawn Lattimore sitting at eighty-six, like. He's kind of a baller to me. I don't I don't know. Like people say he gets beat, but you know, he deals with the best of the best week in and week out. So how many games did Kittle play? He only played like Kittle at fifty. He, he, he didn't play more than half the season. So yeah. Like these these and, and I get it, yeah. It, it, it played they, eight games last year. Exactly. And he played less than he played less than So can we backtrack real quick? Like, what is the what are the numbers for like players that vote for these for their peers? Twenty. Like, I mean, as so, of twenty thirteen, it was yeah. So the first you rank them, and the first player that you put would get twenty points, twenty votes, and then the second player gets nineteen, third player eighteen, fourth player seventeen, fifth player sixteen, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so 28% it was 28% roughly as yeah. of 2013. So like yeah. the other 72 would be, it's nope. everybody else in the NFL. Yeah. Who, Who didn't answer. Who didn't answer. It's like a voluntary survey. But I'm saying like the, the 72% would be like non NFL guys. No, they're, no, they're be guys. The rest NFL, didn't NFL guys. Only didn't 28% of all NFL players answered the survey. It's so a voluntary survey. It's a survey for players that play in the NFL. It's just only one out of four guys answered it. Oh. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely think you can always make an argument for all the guys on this list to be on the list. Um, it would, I like that they gave some credit to Juszczyk on the Niners, throwing him in there in 97. Uh you know, that fullback position is long gone, but uh, he is uh, holding it down. Holding He's it down. He's a hybrid. He is a hybrid, but I'm going to consider him a fullback nah, for all my fullbacks they, out they, there. They consider him. I, I, I loved seeing Justin Herbert in there. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, he played well, for sure. He definitely he was up there. slung the rock. We ain't going to say that. It was up there. It's always great. It's always great to like go back and hear what the other guys have to say about these guys. Like, yeah, like they they respected the hell out of the fact that like Tyrod went down, Justin Herbert came in, and it was yeah. Like, they said he came in time. and he was on. Yeah, like, it was go time. So, yeah. and that's that's some shit that is gonna make people buy in. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. No, nah, for sure. Do you guys feel that? How do you feel about Tannehill being ranked lower than Baker? Yeah, I was going to say I'd actually prefer if Tannehill was higher Um, because I think Baker just has more around him to help him be better as well. Yo, did y'all know Tannehill is 33 years old? Yeah, he's he's been in the league for a while, bro. Bro, Did you know that? I was actually watching – I was watching something where like he was on like the Dolphins like 2013 yes, team, bro. bro. Yeah. Yes, bro. Like when that. they were, when they were like, bad, when they were <laughs> awful, bro. Yeah. Like damn, he was actually on the Dolphins for like a little while. <laughs> nah, cause I just remember he could run. Like, like when he was on the Dolphins, like he he ran a lot. Former like, college so. wide receiver. Yeah. yeah, but like what? I thought he was like <laughs> yeah, bro. Honestly, Speak- I thought he was like 29 Yo, or speaking something. Speaking like of that, man, led the NFL with five fourth quarter comebacks and six game winning drives in the fourth slash OT. Yeah, that's hard. Hey, man, those are things that need to be spoken about. Come on, and it, like, like he's getting it done. 
And he's definitely getting it done. Do I think and he, Nashville's on the come up? Oh know? yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we'll see we'll see what happens on game day, right? Like we all have like these types of these types of, you know, expectations that we hold in our head, but everything comes to a head at <laughs> on game day. So we'll see. Uh do I think he should have been behind Baker? No, but like Baker's been winning a lot. Since, like, like, but I'm it, saying based off of last, if we're basing it off of last year, yeah, no, nah, I mean, teams I, had like the he same, had, like, same success, kind of. Tannehill accounted for what 40 touchdowns last year, 33 passing, seven rushing touchdowns. Like, he's a dog. So I think, um, I think what a lot of people credit Baker with that they did mention was that he got the Browns out of. The he slot. turned them around, and I think regardless if that's that's not just based on last year, I think it's something that when you think of Baker, you think of that. Um, if you're an NFL player, I would assume that, you know, once he got there, teams started turning around and he may not be the exact reason for it, but he's the guy with the ball in his hands, making the plays or, you know, getting people in positions and, um, helping to continue to, to make it happen and pull them out of the gutter. Um, that team rallies around him too. Yeah, exactly. So he definitely, he definitely has a lot of people that have faith in him as a quarterback and, that along with, you know, the actual talent he has. He is a talented QB. He's not, you know, the best in the league. And, he you know, he might not be an elite Q quarterback, but he's one of the better um, QBs that you could have on your roster. The, the last one that I had that, like, was stand out to me, um, Tyron Matthew at 58 is just disrespectful on all levels of football. 58. 58. Yep. You can't yeah. you can't give me fifty eight football players better than Tyron Matthew. You can't give me fifty eight guys that had a better season than him last year. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like that's 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 bullshit. This is interesting. I, that's what I was gonna say too. Keenan <laughs> Allen should be higher. Keenan Allen at fifty five. Justin Jeff at fifty three. Um, Mike Evans at forty eight. Like. They both had better years than Mike Evans. Calvary, Mike Evans just Calvary won the Super Bowl. And Mike Evans has that streak of 1,000-yard seasons that yeah. everyone Yeah, but yeah. That, that's dope. And, you know, he's probably going to continue that. But yeah, 1,400, it's, it's 1400 is 1,400. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not normal for a rookie, bro. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess off of, off of last season, you can see why Justin Jeff would be this high. But – um, this guy right here, he's about to be yeah, top Chase 20. Young is 61. <laughs> He'll be right behind Aaron Donald. Yeah, speaking bro. of preseason bro, games. Like, I love, like, bro. Like, Chase Young. Cam Jordan's a dog. How is Cam Jordan, like, how is Cam Jordan Justin Simmons ahead of Tyron Matthew, bro? Like, this is, this is, a, this is a guy that plays, like, <sighs> everywhere on the field, literally. Don't want to have that conversation with me, man. I think Cam Jordan has every reason to be up there <laughs> where he at. <laughs> I mean, no, but I'm I want saying, you to I'm, I want you to have that conversation. Like, have that conversation right now. Why 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 should he be higher up on the list than Tyron Matthews? Why should he be higher than Tyron Matthew? I am not sure, but he should be that high. I'm not saying that he shouldn't I'm not saying that, that he shouldn't be 46. He probably should be lower than that. Yeah. I'm just saying where where is the where is the separation? Of like, I mean, it's, hey, the players voting. I don't know. I mean, that's what we talked about, though, right? Like, as far as like the making of the list, because like a lot of these guys, like we perceive these like the like the disparities as far as like the rankings from certain guys, like very wide. Like, I guess in in that way, it can be flawed because it kind of seems like the way that the list is being brought up is like very like. George vague and eight games and broad, you know what I mean. George Kittle played eight games You're and they sick. got him eight spots higher than than Tyron Matthew. Like, come on, this shit actually got me kind of tight. I was like, yo, this made hey, me yo, no yeah, sense. Bro, nah, yeah, what? that made probably no the second sense. best linebacker in the Word. NFL last year. He was the, he was the only Eric reason Kendricks. the Vikings defense could do anything. Him and Harrison Smith, who's also not great in coverage anymore, is just. A great filling, uh, you know, filling his gap and everything as a run defender. But Eric Kendricks, literally, is how the wheels turn on that Vikings defense. And so, for him um, to be sitting at seventy, 70 especially with KJ Wright at sixty-seven, KJ Wright is like thirty-four, and that's great. KJ Wright's a baller, 
But Eric Kendricks right now is better than KJ Wright. And I don't care what anyone says. So, um, I think he's better than Zadarius Smith. I mean, I think he's better than Mario Davis. So I, I would – yeah. So, I mean, it's voted on by the players. Um, I think it would be interesting to see how many small market players are like – you know, how are they related, you know, ranked, co- correlated to some of the bigger market names that people already know. Um I mean, you got Jair Alexander at 41 or whatever, and you got Jalen Ramsey who's probably going to be top 15. Yeah. So, and I don't think they're that far apart. Yeah, it's really really wild. I was listening to, you know, some of the commentary during this shit. Like, Zach Martin sitting at number 85. He had six penalties in the last five seasons. Yeah. He had one last year. And they showed it, <laughs> like on the on, on their clip, they showed it. That they they closed it up, and they were like, "And this concludes how many penalties Zach Martin." Has and they committed. told like, y'all how he, not only he's a guard, and they made him play right tackle. Word. Like, bro, I know what going from one side to the other is like writing with your left hand instead of your right, and and going from right guard to right tackle is damn near the same thing because it is just not the same. The player you're going against is faster, like. There's more moves that they have that uh, you didn't have to account for being in the interior. More so space. Yeah, bro. It's a lot to account for. Um, but I'm glad these guys are getting some recognition. Yeah. I can't get over yeah, that. for sure. And JPP was up there, number 59, with the eight fingers. Yeah. One of the, one of the fun things that they said about him, he's never lost a playoff game in his career. No, that's tough. That's yeah. hard. That means when he touches the playoffs, it's <laughs> his ring is straight to the ring. <sighs> yeah, so I mean, the, I don't like, know if that's a if that's a good thing or a bad thing. What? If you're eight and zero in the playoffs and you've been in the league for like ten plus years, amen. I feel like that's a really that means that's, amen. A, that's an extraordinary feat. That yeah, and right? like the fact that you even got eight games is a lot of shit that a lot of people can't say. You got nah, eight dubs. You don't know what it's like to lose. Motherfuckers is getting bounced. Tony Romo got like two playoff appearances in his career. Yeah, <laughs> both losses. He just finished playing a couple years yeah. ago. Both losses. Both Hall, Hall of Fame com- commentator. Word. According to Devon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, nah, it was that uh, was great. I can't wait for the rest of the list to come out. Um, definitely excited. But I'm excited uh, as we keep inching closer towards the NFL season, man. It's um it's a great time of year. It's super hot right now. This weather is gonna get uh, a little less um, ridiculous in the coming months. So I'm excited for fall weather. Long sleeve sweatpants, leaves changing, hot chocolate. Yeah, going up to New Hampshire with my buddies. <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> Nah, you can. Do you, you, you go up it. to New Hampshire with your buddies? I don't. Uh, well, Donovan I, is from New Hampshire. I've been to New Hampshire with him, and he's a buddy of mine. So, yeah, yeah I'd be up there sometimes. Yeah. So um, we don't go up to New Hampshire with our buddies. That's not with this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I go dolo. Donovan goes see the fam. Comes back. <laughs> Real quick transaction. <laughs> We're gonna close this with the NFL needs to. You know, go ahead and redo this. Tyran should be top twenty-five minimum. <laughs> My man's gonna get more angry as the pod went on. <laughs> I'm just, it's I'm just, just sitting like, brewing. like, cause, cause I scanned this, I scanned, the steam I scanned, on the stove, I scanned the, the this three times, like throughout, like Don just like scrolling, and I was like, all right, like no discrepancies. Oh, it's not too bad. Not too. Whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, Ty. Yeah, how many games does Stephon Gilmore play? All right, he played. He played eleven. Yeah. All right. Look at it. All right. Yeah. So he played eleven games. That's cool. Good guy. Yeah, forty-seven. Excited. Excited. Like yeah, like like this is this is top tops like eight cornerbacks right here, like. JC, Stefan, Jair, and they decided to. Wasn't JC Jackson second in the NFL in interceptions? Yep. Bro, like, yo, come on, bro. And we, we just. Can't, we can't be serious with this. 49? Yeah. Second in the league in picks, bro. Like, yo, shout out to Cole Beasley, Jarvis Landry, Corey Davis. Like, I like all three of these guys. Corey Davis broke out this year finally. Jarvis Landry's been doing it. And Cole Beasley finally got some respect. But it's like, yo, we got three guys up here. And then we look at, like, 
the breakout to, you know, there's strong safeties. There's, there's other positions that could get filled out here and we're just stuffing it with wide receivers. Stuffing yeah, it. Yeah. There's like 12 receivers yeah. in the top 52 picks. So it's, like, it's easy to recognize that position. The though. bottom 52. That's exactly why they shouldn't Very recognize I, everyone. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you know who the dogs are and then the guys who break through that and are still noticeable. Exactly. Like, but that doesn't why look that, the that, same. That, that's part of my, that's, that was part of my argument. And it's like, okay, you got, you got, got, you got all these guys on here, and then you got Allen Robinson who balled at 87. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. 87. Yeah, I was wondering that, too. Come on, bro. You're telling me he's just a hair worse than Corey Davis? You mean to tell me that Michael <laughs> Thomas's five games was better? Uh, sorry, or better man, than like Corey Davis, I should nine say. Nine games was better than? Yeah. Nah. Come on, bro. But, um, you know, it is what it is, man. It's entertainment. I love it. I hope they put out more videos ASAP. Um, and I'm looking forward to let watching. Let me them. draw the let me draw the votes. Let me draw the votes. That's what y'all need to let me do. Let me draw the votes. Let me vote. Uh, but that's all we got for you for the Zone Talk podcast this week. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, please like, subscribe, and tell a friend about the Zone Talk podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Zone Talk Podcast, and we will catch y'all later. Zone Talk. Zone Talk. Zone Talk. Peace. I'm the type of make a move and don't nobody know You don't gotta hide it if you wanna let it show, girl All I need is any with a little bit of dope Soon as I get them both, you know I'm all ready to go, yeah Never mind them rookies, baby, come fuck with the pro We can do it faster, we can do it slow Never mind them knocks, yeah, leave them at the door I know what your spot's like, I've been there before, yeah. I left my main hoe, now my side my main hoe Jigger chain clothes, live exquisite, they know Performing plain clothes, get the bag and race home Ain't got time for lame hoes or any of you lame hoes Riding something for him, riding in that Zane low. Rich or poor, I'm still gonna live by the same code. Off the throne, it's hard to think how I got home. I'm at the mall shopping, but I think I got those. I got drugs up in my system, I might go off. Hey. Quarter on the beat, I tell him go off. I ain't never been the type to show off. And I ain't never pressed or make me go off. Hey. Okay, I want a deal, but they be robbed. still my bike crib from north up to Pross. Be kill these niggas, bite me hard. I feel like hoe. They feel the nigga flex. Too hard to care about hoes for real. Yeah. Top speed, O D, low key on me. Top speed, O D, low key. Shorty won't get drafted, but I'm only trying to blaze her. 20 out of 10 every single time I raid her. Probably got a hundred on the dash just like a racer. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed. Yeah. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed.